Hello and welcome everyone to Gunpowder Treason No Plots. I am your DM and host as always, Adam Cookson, and I am joined by my somber, sickly, and tired party, consisting of uh, Matt Dennis, Flo Dennis, and James Bunkle. How are hey. you? <laughs> yeah, the groans of the dead. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what a pity we're not fighting the undead this time. It would be, it would be really, really good for that. Yeah. <laughs> Convey the right mood. <laughs> Well, you could uh, you could all pull off the Shaun of the Dead thing where you pretend to be undead to move through the ranks. Uh. <laughs> uh, yeah, they will be uh, reprising their roles as uh, Tommy the Gunslinger, Sophia the Monster Hunter, and Rogar the Paladin slash Sorcerer. And uh, yeah, last week was a was a fun one. Well. Well, I'm um, yeah. I think I think we're all still mourning um, our very good friend Handrel, who sadly was disintegrated by an evil red-headed bitch. <laughs> I mean, she has black hair, but I think you all just picture her as the uh, woman what? from Game of Thrones. So yeah, I <laughs> yeah, kind of do. So you kind of referred to her as the Crimson Tongue. I just kind of yeah, she, she's she's a red woman. I've not actually. Ah. I don't know if you've shown us a picture of her, but yeah, but I. I kind of picture her as 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 like a like a super evil version of that, but you know. I did have a picture loaded in Roll Twenty that I can uh, show you all if I can find it. I can't remember if oh yeah, Bunkle has access to it, but uh, you guys don't. There you go. Looks something like that. Describe to me, uh, Okay. She has quite okay. a kind of fancy uh, blue and uh, not blue, sorry, purple and black robe. Kind of adorned with a few trinkets that you probably presume to be magical. Uh, very, very uh, sort of expensive clothing, long black hair. Often her eyes glow, and you're not quite sure why. Oops. Yeah. But uh, anyway, that uh, kind of neatly wraps us into just what went down last episode. I believe we had somewhat of a reckoning with a special guest. You guys fought against the Avatar of Poseidon in the form of Steve. Seem to be tapping into some otherworldly entity's power to bring the fight to you all. And it was close, and I don't know if we say it ends in somewhat of a draw, whether you guys were kind of on the back foot, but Steve wasn't looking so hard either. Oh, yeah, so. I, th- I, th- I, th- I think, I think. well, if we'd asked you, or if you'd told us, or if we'd kind of gone for a bit more descriptive, if we'd known that he was bloodied, we may have pressed the attack. Yeah. But as I- it was, we, we were also pretty bloodied. <laughs> Yeah, I'll say this, anyway. like, for your guy's perception, he didn't really look damaged, because okay. his body is being sustained, but whether Steve could hang on, I think more the uh, the question, I suppose. Ah, uh, okay. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think we, we were all quite surprised at how close we were to beating him towards the end, but I think if we had, it would have cost us more than one party member. That's kind of how I reasoned it when I thought about it and listened to the episode back. I think... You'd have won, but I think you'd be down probably two party members, not just one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that was... That, that's kind of how I felt coming out of it as well. That yeah. We had a really good chance, but... You know, it was it was a lot to, it was a lot to risk. Mm. It was, yeah. And, and, and as, as we'd, we kind of got him talking, I think we, we kind of felt that was a bit of a victory for us, because mm. otherwise, you know death <laughs> at that point 
when, you, when you're fighting the avatar of a god, even if he's a dick, um, <laughs> <laughs> you, you're, you're pr- pretty pretty happy to to escape with your life. I think we we, we can chalk that one up as um, kind of a minor victory to escape. Mm, but yeah. I don't think we actually yeah I think we we call the fight a draw probably. Yeah, but uh, while you were all talking to each other, you were visited by a guest, someone <sighs> who took a little bit of umbrage at your uh, appearance in her house. And mm. unfortunately, after deducing that Handrel was attempting to betray them, which I don't know what your characters think at the moment from what's been said, but the implication from what she said being that perhaps Handrel was trying to play both sides a little bit and rescue the gang members that had been taken while kind of getting out of these these things, unfortunately didn't pan out for him. And, well, as one deals with betrayers, they get disintegrated. And that was the end of Handrel. There's well, literally from, nothing we could have done about that. Uh, yeah. I mean, from, from, from Tommy's perspective, he's kind of lucky he didn't die, really. Mm. Uh, especially when he, he 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 took a shot at her. But Tommy is, well, for want of a better word, seething. Mm. Uh, he, he's, 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 he's lost his friend. He's lost a good chunk of his gang. And some kind of aloof and very uh kind of full of herself at least from tommy's perspective a woman is just sauntered in he's had one one dealing with her before uh where brogar in a in a very strange sane moment um kind of convinced him not to talk back to her and this time she's just disintegrated his mate so yeah if he had a bit more time to think about it he'd probably be slightly afraid but right now he's 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 uh, rolled a four this morning, Tommy, as well, and he's very very <laughs> angry and upset, <laughs> and annoyed. Yeah, when uh, when Tommy has time to reflect on things, he'll probably realize that Handrel isn't the weakest man in the village, and yeah, he got uh, he got straight up murked. So <laughs> he was smoked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was kind of how we ended it. So you guys were you'd kind of collected your weapons, and no one seemed to take any particular act to stop you it was pretty much the get your shit and get out kind of moment and i think where we left off you were all walking away from the temple is that correct no we all go back and kill steve he's dead now <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay rolling more disintegrated damage <laughs> sorry what uh, he's not here to uh, to look after himself so now he dies <laughs> yes I'm, I'm hey, steve, say, steve I... it's your turn it's your turn Oh, oh, he didn't do anything. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, I'm guessing it's a really bad idea to go back towards that room, so... I mean, yeah. Well, for, for... I mean, depends. What Would you be going back by yourself, or what's happening? Describe to uh, me what, what you're doing as a group. Okay, as... You see, I was going to make sure they all got out of the room. That would be my first port of call. I was thinking. So I'll kind of, like, stand... Well, I said that I walked out, but I'll say that I walked out and stood on the other side of the door, making sure that you guys all got out okay. What order did we go in? I can't remember. Did you go first, then? Rogar was stood in the middle of the room talking to Steve when she kind of walked past you all and basically stood behind Rogar. Uh, Sophia was in the room with Solara and Handrel, and then after Handrel was killed, Tommy walked into the room, picked up his stuff, and I think you described yourself as leaving the temple. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 Tommy's basically just... You know, you know, you know that 
that kind of feeling when you are just so angry that if one more thing happens, you are going to just lose it and just flip the fuck out. Mm. Like, like you can, you can, you, you can't actually see anything. Everything is red. So Tommy's just walking with a determined purpose out of this place. Okay. So that's Tommy. So, Solara's going to leave the room as well. She's not sticking the fuck around. <laughs> I mean, I pick up my weapons and I leave, and about it, isn't it? And then try and appeal oh, yeah, to was... David. Oh yeah, you. Sorry, I did skip that. You did speak to David, and he kind of brushed you off. Yeah, because he's a twat. Mm. Yeah, apart from that, nothing. Uh, was I was I close when you did that, or had I already stalked off? Well, um, talk to David. From description, I think you would probably already be kind of walking away angry. Like you probably you heard it, but like I doubt you would have stopped, sort of thing. Okay, that's that's good then. <laughs> yeah, you don't like my brother. No, I, I probably would have would have would have shot him in the face. Uh, <laughs> but don't because think... because I I'm, I'm I'm at that point now where 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 I'm. I've kind of already snapped and I haven't really calmed down yet. I'm still like on that teeter point. And if he, if he'd said anything like, I don't know, just disrespectful or anything because of like, because I'd taken a shitload of damage trying to pacify him in the first place. And he's being an ungrateful little twat. <laughs> I probably would have just like lost it at him too. So it's a good job to tell me, Tommy's just striding ahead. Okay. Rugo, what are you doing? As uh, I guess Solar is probably the last out the room past you. Uh, kind of made sure they're all out of the room. Um, I don't know. Would it be a would it be a perception check to like look back into the room to see if they they've like they're either talking or like disappeared or whatever they're gonna do? If you're gonna take a moment to take a perception as the rest of your party walk on ahead, you can go for it. Yeah, well, uh, a ten. Ten. I mean, you you're not that far away from them. You watch as the crimson tongue walks into the middle of the room. Steve gets up and actually walks away. He goes to the back of the temple and leaves through another doorway. And both the Apostle and David walk into the room. Uh, with a ten, you notice the Crimson Tongue takes something from her robe, and you see it as a blue crystal covered in little sigils, and it is glowing slightly. Not strongly, but there is a dull blue glow that starts to fill the room, as she holds it in her hand. You watch as she kind of inspects it for a moment, and then she raises her hand up into the air. All of a sudden, this swirling torrent of energy begins to almost funnel down towards her, directly into the crystal. You hear wailing and moaning as... Though you can't make it out very well from where you're stood, you assume... The hostages are dying and are being, in some capacity, whether it's their life or their souls or something, all seemingly being funneled into this crystal. And after a few moments when it stops and the room goes silent, you notice the crystal is now glowing like bright blue, like a small star in her hand as she smiles and puts it back into her robe. Sounds Hmm. like what was happening with the prostitutes. It does. And well Steve, remembered, uh, yeah, yeah as well Steve remembered. brought her that crystal mm-hmm. as well. Is that the same crystal? Do you think the one from the cave? Yeah, the, the from well, the party cave. It was it, no wrong cave. Sorry, wrong cave. The other cave. <laughs> well, 
that crystal was again blue and covered in little sigils and it would make because part of my reason for looking back was after listening back to the last episode I've done a lot more for her than what I believe Steve had done Steve mm. brought a, like a random crystal crystals can do a lot of different things yeah, they can they could be useless they could be useful Rogar wouldn't particularly know because he doesn't have the the greatest look at the crystal that Steve had anyway. Mm. Um, but seeing said crystal, it would kind of, you know, with you guys describing a blue crystal that Steve had took and now seeing it do something kind of makes sense why he got the powers of a god and Rogar did not. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So that, that, that was kind of my intention of looking was, you know, I was going to ask what he did to deserve that, but now it kind of makes sense. Mm. So, yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine. I'm gonna haven't seen that. I might. Uh, but surely, like, like, surely, defeating like the god, like the guardian in the corridor, or whatever the, that you did, was a lot more impressive than fucking crystal. Well, this is this, this, yeah, but this was this literally. This is what was driving my thinking. Like, you know, if we're talking out of character, Rogar <laughs> thinks that Rogar thinks that's incredibly important. What he did and thinks mm. he deserves a lot for it, and he got stuff for it. But it seems like Steve got a hell of a lot more for doing a lot less. Considering mm. we led him to the crystal. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm guessing he's done some other stuff since that we're not we haven't seen yet. Maybe like, he, he, that, that can't be that. can't be the only thing he's done. I mean, although although important, yeah, yeah, got to be something else he's done. Well, I mean, you don't know why Steve has the power he has. You also don't know what he may, what it may have cost him to have the power mm. he has. I mean, I would say this, Rogar, from your knowledge of what's been going on and things you've been involved with, you know that the entities you deal with, especially how the Crimson Tongue tends to act herself, a lot of emphasis is placed on being able to hold yourself together despite power that you maybe can't handle. They don't, you've never seen them shy away from gifting. But whether you can control what you're given is an important fact. Because you were once told by the Crimson Tongue about how you've returned from the dead, and that it takes a lot of willpower and strain upon you to do so. And whether, yeah. even if you continued to came, come back, you're not sure what would happen to you. Okay. Hence your insanity and your original loss of strength. Yeah, yeah. So you're not sure what Steve has done and you don't, though he may look impressive in terms of what he's been gifted, how that's affected him, you don't know. Yeah, yeah. I say, I think, I think with that knowledge and kind of, like I say, seeing this and kind of, it almost kind of confirms to me that, you know, Steve has done, obviously he's done something, you know, it, it's probably, you know, I, I without knowing exactly what that crystal does, but having seen its power, Rogo would assume it's important. So 
and I don't mm. I don't think I'm really in a position to go and ask her for more because mm. that wow. could end up with me being a bit like Handrel. <laughs> I mean, I just because you want your mole back, dude. I'll, 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 I'll be honest. We, yeah, we, we've we've got you know again speaking out of character as this, we we have got away with quite a lot. Yes. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Seeing as you you you've you've been caught red-handed breaking into where she is on a rescue mission led by Handrel. Mm. Yeah. And but... you, you, we're all walking. We all apart from Handrel are walking away with our lives, which is you know. Yeah. Probably, yeah. You know, mean, means means she's she's definitely what isn't isn't inclined to kill you, but then she probably also isn't inclined to tell you much more at this yeah. stage. But yeah, or else she or else she probably would have monologued it before she killed Handrel because that's what bad guys do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's fine. Yeah, I'm gonna I'll follow you guys out. Having seen that, and I'll uh, yeah, I'll I'll follow you guys out. Uh, do, do you want me to make? Do you want us to make checks to cross that um, water bit again? Oh. Well, yeah. this is interesting. As you walk away, it's all back to normal. It's not so much back to normal as it's a completely different room. Yeah. You walk into what you're expecting to find the room set up for the trap, and as you push through the doors, it's just a corridor. Hmm. And. As I presume you're trying to leave, you're trying to go back the way you came. Yeah. You feel it's a lot quicker for you to leave than it was to get down here. Hmm. Wonder where that room went. Andrew did say that it wasn't there before. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Matt, are you trying to talk in the next room? Sorry. Um, I was just, I was just <laughs> saying... Um, that Tommy Tommy just hasn't noticed the room's changed at all. I'm, I've walked on ahead, so okay. I'm just, oh, I'm, yeah. just I'm, I'm basically just storming out of this place. And I, I I probably would have just walked straight through the water if the water had still still been there. Um, just just uh, yeah. Tommy is an angry man. Yeah. Tommy Tommy's a very angry man, and yeah, just uh, so I've just stormed ahead. So you 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 guys, I'm not basically not talking to you guys. I'm just just still walking out. Hmm. So as you're, I take you're just trying to get all the way back to the surface as a group now. You're not going, taking any detours? God, no. Okay. No, no, yeah, fuck that shit. Um, yeah. Bail. Uh, it takes you a while, even though this does seem a quicker journey back up than it was back down, which is strange. But you get back to the surface, and it's still dark out. It's about, at a rough guess, looking at where the moon is, probably like half four in the morning. You've been down here a fair few hours, all things considered. First light will be in a couple, another hour and a half, probably, as we get into the dead of winter. Oh, it's winter coming. Mm, winter is oh, coming. Oh, it's come. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Came for Andrew. Oh. <sighs> Too soon. <laughs> um, guys, oh, I don't know if Tommy's ready to talk about this, but... um. My bow was doing a weird melody, like, make, you know, I had that dream. Have I told you about the dream? Yeah, briefly. Basically, I had a dream um, where, where I, the one where I saw Ansir and uh, a god, well, and, and he, and a god was trying to, like, get me to work for them or whatever. And, and considering my bow, like, was part of that dream and it was singing to me. I think 
it kind of recognized Steve a little bit in a weird way. Interesting. I'm, I'm not too sure. Like, I, I had this voice in my head while I was talk, talking to Steve. Like, like I spurred this power. So maybe, maybe Steve is that powerful because he didn't spurn the power that I didn't take. If you know what I mean, does that make well, sense? Steve said. Steve said he was the av- avatar for Sadon. Yeah. So I have have to have a book here speaking about you know deities and stuff like that. So might be worth having a look, see if we can find out anything about him. Was it my brand called the Mark of the Sadon? It was. Yeah. So and now I I can't use that anymore. Interesting. Maybe he was he took my place. Mm. And again, might be worth might be worth looking yeah. into. I mean, if we understand a bit more about whom or whatever Fasadon is, then yeah. you I mean, know, like, just another another part of the Whispering Man, or it could be, I don't know. Let's let's go check it out. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, Tommy, you all right, bud? Rogar, who the fuck is that fucking cunt and how do we kill her? Um, hmm. Uh, well, I kind of only know of one person who can match her, maybe. And it could be the end of the world. Or right. at least the city. Fine. Uh, let's find him and let's fucking kill her. Um, you talking about my dad (laughs) forgetting that you knew that (laughs) (laughs) that that's a double take your your fucking dad could kill her right let's let's go find him (laughs) let's fucking kill her I don't know he's really powerful do I you know he seems to have a lot of powerful people under his command you don't know whether that's I don't know he's magic at all or no you don't know whether that's like political power or he's just rich <laughs> i mean there's some definitely something off about him but you don't really know for certain yeah because the crimson tongue told roga yeah i don't think he's like... told you about the magic thing where he comes into no. so many secrets roga well, seriously well if if, if, if he told tommy me, <laughs> I say, he told tommy and if you let me finish <laughs> <laughs> with a big grin on his face Rogar's going to stare wide-eyed right at you, Sophia. Hello. How's Daddy doing? Uh, when did I see him last? Like three days ago? He was good, leaving the city. Wants me to find David, who I have yeah. now found. Uh, oh, you're, not, yes. you're not quite hearing me here, love. How's Daddy doing? Because uh, he is the only one I know. No, he's take not. Her on. No, he's oh, not. Oh, yes, he is. Well, that's what Rogar told me. So no. we, need to, we need to get him. Did you see what she did to Handrel? Did you see her did, fucking just just crush him like you swipe him away like you would a fly? What? Like the smug bitch that she is. Fucking. She is going to die. We are going to kill her. Rogar's now licking his hand, thinking she is a beautifully smug bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
He is going to fucking die. I'm just going to, like, obviously Tommy's very pissed off and Tommy's very annoyed, but I'm assuming we're kind of stood, like, around here and, like, like a bit like yeah, a round table. I was going to say, are you walking back home? Because at the moment you've just surfaced in the city. Like, it's early morning, so, you know, trade is starting to get up. I think, I think, I think you, you guys were talking behind me, and then when, when Sophia said to Tommy, Tommy just basically turned around with, like... yeah fire in his eyes you can't see the rest of his features because he's got his normal mask on but you can just see that his eyes are just wide and he is he is very angry man yes he's he's he, he, you know, he's, he, he's not far away from storming back in there again and like just dying yeah. basically because <laughs> that's what would happen but <laughs> yeah well i say i'm guessing because you've kind of turned around we're all kind of stood like around in a bit of a bit like a, a bit of a circle type of thing yeah, so but I think we're not like we we were just we're still where the entrance was, which is kind of yeah. a private-ish area, isn't it? It's not like yeah. we're still in the middle of the street. So, but I'm just going to say, look, Sophia, did you see anything in there that was strange? Anything that was appeared magical? Or... Are you talking about my dad's? Y- yeah, because let's just say. Your window wasn't the first one Rogar went to. Yeah, I've seen I've seen the shit. I know <laughs> what's seen in there. Some shit. <laughs> you didn't some see shit. my parents doing it, did you? That's weird. <laughs> no, but maybe Rogar would enjoy that. Oh my god! Stop licking your hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um, when I went to his study, uh, there was there was a room. I kind of wasn't expecting it. Fell down the stairs. I didn't get a good look. And there we go. But, but that could be like for his little minions that he loves so much. Okay, so you, you ran into a room that you'd never been in before and were immediately petrified so much you fell over. Yeah. Rogar has seen what's in that room. Was, wasn't that when she found his porn collection? Hey, <laughs> hey. <laughs> Look, Sophia's dad's into some strange shit. He is. He's into some very strange how, shit. How do you know about this about my dad and I don't? Because Rogar flew around looking in several different rooms. Okay. Is that what R- you're R- going with? R- yeah, oh, R- 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 uh, no, Rogar I'm, is also I'm, speaking I'm, in the third person. Yes, he, is. <laughs> he is. He is right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think you need an alter ego called, like, I don't know, the the boulder or the. the... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, at the end of the day, look, laying it all out because at the end of the day, I, I all the leverage that I had has now kind of been, whoop, you know, pulled out from underneath my feet like a rug. I know how powerful your dad is. She knows how powerful your dad is. There is a reason why David is there. And that is the reason. You're lucky it's not you. So he got taken by her. Well, the whole prostitute. Well, the whole prostitute thing with the the life stone and, and they would feel weaker and that probably happened to him. And yeah, it's all starting to taken convinced brainwashed who knows but you know she's not as you can kind of tell by the 
lack of handrail. She's not really somebody to be trifled with. Can can I just fucking say for a second, why the fuck is everyone feeling so rational right now? Um. Well, why am I the only one who wants to go and fucking murder anything I see? That's because that's what you're like on some days, dude. You saw Handrel evaporate. We, we all fucking saw Steve again and we didn't kill him. It's at this point Rogar's going to walk behind Tommy and start rubbing his shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down, dude, bro. Dude, he brought us there. I mean, I don't know what he expected us to do. Tommy, Tommy's at this moment shaking. <laughs> I'm going to lick his I'm... ear. Oh my God. That's not going to make it better, dude. <laughs> I'm licking his ear. (laughs) Tommy's frozen the spot, shaking, and he just says, fucking hands off now. Fucking tongue out of my ear now. Did the tongue include a lay on hands? Was that how you cast it now? Ooh. But if he gets heels, then he might appreciate it. Yeah. So, yeah, fuck it. I'll throw some heels in. Okay. You're angry, but you feel a little better. So I've, yeah. I've just, yeah, I've just, yeah. So have, have, have you removed your hands and tongue now? Yeah, yeah, but I threw some kind of heels in while I was doing it, so that you feel a bit better. How yeah, much are you it, uh, it, giving him? So, uh, so, I'll give him ten hit points. Wow. Okay, so, so surprisingly, that does actually make me feel slightly better. The divine um, tongue. <laughs> but but I'm just like, I just kind of shudder. I'm just like, that is the fucking creepiest way to heal someone ever. <laughs> Sorry, bro. You looked all tense. I was kind of like, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll work on his nuts. Just like read the room, dude. Read the room. Dude, there is no room. I was looking around for walls. <laughs> Too literal. <laughs> do you want to go be your boss? Would that make you feel better? Me? Yeah. I think I fucking have to go and see him, but I don't think he's going to make me feel better. I think when I when I do see him, I'm going to have to a lot of fucking explaining to do. Uh, do you want to just hold we, off then? We have no fucking gang anymore. We have no handrail, and the fuckers that killed him, I did not kill. Rogar's kind of bored now, so I'm going to start skipping around them all. Just yeah, just I'm trying, out of. I'm kind of calming down, and nothing's going to get through to this asshole. Skip, skip, skip to the loo. Which oh my god! <laughs> Rogar. You! Me? Yeah. <laughs> well, one moment. I'm Rogar. not the one skipping. Wait, 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 wait. As you're skipping round, all of a sudden you feel a cold grip on your heart. Oh. And you seize up, and Solara, Sophia, and Tommy watch as Rogar collapses to the ground. Just. Rogar's had. Rogar's just a stroke. Sure. Uh, uh, Rogar? Uh, I'm going to do a perception check around to see if I can see something that's, that's attacked him. Okay. I'm going to start CPR. Are you going to do a medicine check on him? Is that what you're thinking? Ooh, can I do that? Yeah, you can. Yeah. Didn't know, not, did not know that was a thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there is! Yeah, it is. Uh, I get a 25, a natural 20 in my perception. Yeah, Tom, you uh, slam up against the side of the wall and start like, darting your eyes around. You see... Well, you see, like, people in the street. You don't see anyone with a weapon or a threat. You don't see anything. Okay. 
uh, with a 12. It's faint, but he's breathing. You'd almost say he looks asleep. Uh, guys, I think he just pat. Has he got narcolepsy? Anyone, anyone know? I've never fucking seen that before. Guys, there could be, could be someone out there. Someone out there. Why did you see something? Me? Yeah. Yeah. There could be someone out there. Someone out there. Get down. Okay. As you guys take defensive positions around Rogar, trying to keep your eyes open, Rogar, as the darkness crawls over your eyes all of a sudden, and the last thing you see is you skipping round in a circle, you're suddenly dreaming. Maybe. You see, initially, a tent flap in front of you. As you reach out with your left hand, healed and well, and pull it aside and walk inside. You're not greeted to the inside of the tent that you expected, the one that looked so very much like your father's. You're inside a shadowed throne room. As you look around, your hand has returned to its damaged form, almost as if a slight disconnect between stepping past the portal. In front of you is a large throne on which sits a man or a close proximity to some sort of humanoid. He seems to be almost cut out of reality, but you can just about make out a robe, a hairless face, completely shadowed with two points of light for eyes that seem like stars shining in the darkness. As you look to your left, you see... You see Rogar. Laughing, joking, playing a banjo. (laughs) As you look to your right, you see Rogar again, fighting with Steve, back and forth in some sort of endless conflict. And you step into the room. What do you do? Um... He's going to wank. <laughs> <laughs> Whip out his dick. Yeah. <laughs> Just start <laughs> licking his hand. Well, I, I'm assuming... So I've got fighting with Steve one side, happy Rogo over side, me in the middle. I'm assuming I'm dressed as I normally am. Yep. In, and then, of course, whispering man in front of me. Mm-hmm. You yeah. I, 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 I've met seen him before. Bef- I've met yeah. him before. Yeah, okay. Uh, huh. Hey, that's, that's, quite, that's quite a good action shot. Quite like that. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, assume, I assume you've summoned me for a reason, sir. Uh, what can I do for you? The Whispering Man looks at the fight between you and Steve... And you see a smile almost cut into his face as he then looks back towards you. Not bad. Not bad. A draw, I suppose, is better than a loss. Well, you know, it wouldn't have been no loss in the end, but majority rules. 
It's a shame, really. Quite. I had thought you more willing to sacrifice those for the ultimate victory, but perhaps you're changing. Perhaps I'm just following what you told me. I was told I'd need all of them. So, you know, I can't ignore your word, can I? You see he smiles again and nods. Quite true. Glad to see that you have the true plan in sight. That's what I'm here for. At the end of the day, you give me what I want. I'll do everything I can to give you what you want. Rogar starts licking his hand. Uh, A tool that is broken should be cast aside. And such a mark of shame, a pity. But of course, there are always options. And as he says that, you almost blink. And in front of you, you see a table. A large, like, almost long table that's going, like, horizontally across you. Right in front of you, you see a plate with a very, like, elegant, almost like something that's becoming, like, in a noble's court or a king's, like, uh, feast hall type thing. And it's uh, a plate with a knife and fork either side of it. And then just to the left of that, you see a slab of wood with gashes and, like, stab marks into it that's covered in dried blood. And you see a butcher's knife lying on top of it that's caked in old, rusty blood. (laughs) Well... (laughs) Fuck it, Rogar cuts off his hand. (laughs) Well, yeah, yeah, I've said it now, so... Yeah? So so you just pick up the the, the really old, rusty, horrible cleaver and just bring it down hard on your wrist. Mm. Is that that pretty much it? Yeah, that's... that's, Yeah... I said it, so I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna renege on it. I said that I'd do it, so I'm just gonna fucking do it. I'm insane after all. <laughs> yeah. So Rogar, you walk up to the uh, the butcher's knife, put your hand down on the slab, and whoosh, off in one clean swing. The hand kind of just lies there on the slab. Oh, yeah. make it start walking away. Are you? Are you like? Are you pissing blood from your stump right now? He doesn't seem to be. Okay. Um, yeah, so the hand's still on the... I'm guessing it's still on the butcher's block. Yep. So, uh, take my old hand, put it on the plate, and say, you first or me? And give him a smile. Oh, I think you've earned the honour. Uh, I'm not going to use the knife and fork. I'm just going to pick it up and take a bit of a bite out of it. Hmm. It's... This has gone very weird. Um, Tommy and Sophia, you watch Rogar just lying on the ground. For a moment, he sits up, eyes still closed, takes his gauntlet of hill giant strength off his left hand, looks at it for a moment, and then in one fell swoop just bites it off with his draconic jaws. What, the the gauntlet or his hand? His hand. Okay. What the ever-loving fuck, Rogar? He is still fast asleep. On the other side, Rogar. 
as you do this, and it tastes yeah, kind of like chicken, you feel something strange happen to the stump of your hand. Pain, but then like almost a tingling sensation as the skin bursts and from it grows a long-fingered, claw-like hand. Doesn't look particularly like a dragonborn hand. It almost looks quite... You're a blue dragonborn to begin with, so it looks quite pale, like a very pale blue, almost like the hand of an undead. Huh. Awesome. I, I'm literally going to look at it like, ha <laughs> That was pretty fucking sweet. Mm. Looks like you'll not ha- no longer have to sit on your hand to do the stranger. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll, uh, yeah. Much better. What do we see? You can say that. (laughs) I'll describe what you guys see in a moment. Um, As he smiles again at you, I'm glad to see that your faith has not wavered. To be fair, it seems to be one of the few things I can count on. So, But, though you may have a new hand, it seems you are unarmed. Yeah, unfortunately, your boy uh, Fasaden had a, had a had a bit of an issue, didn't he? But you know, it, it's a shame. But I still would have finished him off with his own weapon anyway, and uh, just point to the, the glaive on my back. I'd, I'd like to congratulate the whispering man on his pun. <laughs> <laughs> he tries. Ah, <laughs> uh, the glaive, a point of contention. But not truly a weapon befitting a champion. And is that not what you desire to be, little clanless Rogar? A champion in my name? One above all others? Absolutely. Well, and he looks over to the fight between you and Steve, and it kind of replays the moment where Steve disintegrates anathema. Yes. You are not the only one who vies for my attention. There are many, many who wish for the power I can gift. Some who may be ahead of you, some behind. I would always watch my back if I were you. But I have gone to great lengths to put you in the right place at the right time. And I cannot have my warrior exist without a weapon. What use would you be? However, I do not reward failure. So let us take this as an opportunity to truly prove just how far you will go based on faith. And as he stands from the chair the world kind of swirls around you, and suddenly you're stood in a street in Varadin. A street that you remember quite well, because it was the street you were stood on before the Night Gaunt picked you up and flew you to House Landrin. As you look around, you see the gatehouse of House Landrin in front of you, and you look, your eyes are drawn up into the distance to where the actual noble house is, and you look to the spire 
the first one you visited. And in the window, you see the Whispering Man. And as your eyes lock and you stare into those points of blazing starlight, you're suddenly in the spire. The Whispering Man isn't there, but you're in a room surrounded by strange, peculiar and horrifying artwork and sculptures and statues and objects that you're not certain what their use is for. And your eyes dart around and they're suddenly drawn to the back of the room. As you step forward, you see two objects. One, a sword in a scabbard, a great sword, leaning up against the wall, propped up in a little stand. And next to it, you see a book, a loose-leaf book, almost as if it's different bits of paper that have been just bound together from different sources and covered with a, as best they could, with a sort of hard cover. You see the two of them together, and as you do, you see two eyes appear on the wall in the shadow behind it, blazing with light, and you wake up. Interesting. Um, Tommy and Sophia, as Rogar bit off his hand and it was suddenly starting to bleed, you watch as a claw-like hand bursts from the stump, and just a few seconds after that, Rogar wakes up with his eyes open. That was fucking disgusting. I literally wake up and say, interesting. What, what What happened? Where did you go? Why did you bite your hand off? Da fuck. I'm going to get up. I'll put my creepy new hand on Sophia's shoulder. No. Oh. Looks like we're going to go visit Daddy. Sophia, then... when he does that, make me a constitution saving throw. Oh, oh. thanks for that, dude. You're so welcome. Stop touching people. <laughs> inappropriate. 23. 23. For a moment, you feel your muscles kind of lock and tense up, and then you just kind of shake it off and you pull away from Rogar's hand, like, violently. Ugh. What the fuck is that? Do not touch me ever again. I'm just going to look at my hand like, oh, this is going to be fun. Start wiggling my fingers. <laughs> you maybe don't want to try that stranger thing. Uh, but yeah I'm Hmm. why are we going to see my dad he has things I need we must go Hmm. or maybe you must go right now seriously what well hmm. maybe now what the what the what the ever loving fuck is going on Right, we just got out. Angel's just fucking died. Steve's been a knob. Fucking dark-haired bitch has been a knob. Now you just passed out, bit your hand off, grown a new hand. What the fuck is going on? I was turning to him and say, "Bro, I will explain it all on the way," and head off in the direction of the house landry. As you start heading there, you put your uh, gauntlet of hill giant strength back on, and you notice. As a magical item, it kind of adjusts itself to the claw so that it actually turns into more of a fingerless gauntlet. Awesome. I'm I'm just going to kind of look blankly at Sophia. He pisses off his god. He gets rewarded. I don't know. Do we just... Rogar's already walking. 
So I, I just kind of shake my head and just like like to kind of like am am I am I asleep? Is this really happening? And just kind of follow. I don't know if my dad is in town still. You're not sure. Might be uh, a good time I mean, to find out. Is this really a good idea, guys? I saw call out to Bimo. Didn't we try and like fucking do a whole mission last time to try and get in this place? You think we can just walk in? I just want to see if he's in. Uh, what are you going to knock on the door and be like, "All right, is Sophia's dad in? Could you come out to play?" I'm just what? I, I'm just going to turn to him and say, "Lights." All right. There are servants. Well, servants and bitches, so I should walk around in the dark. I think dragons do things very differently. That's because they have night vision, for fact's sake. <laughs> Actually, only I do. Oh, really? Not so, all dragons? Oh, no, I had to help destroy the plane of fire to get that. Not oh. all dragons. <laughs> I think oh. that's what we take uh, away from this whole... I just I just love that all this is going on. Solara has said nothing. I'm just expecting us to turn to the camera like Deadpool and just be like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's kind of the face she's pulling through all of this. She was happily looking out for danger as you sat up and bit your hand off. Now she's just like, you know what? This morning has been strange and I'm just going to roll with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I guess we are we are following... Rogar towards Sophia's dad's house. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I guess that 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 is apparently what's happening. Well, I can't think of a way to stop him. And, and yeah, no, said that you had to come with. You just decided to come with. That's that's your decision. Yeah, we don't split the party though. We don't split the party until all well, the we... times you split the party. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and look, look what happened. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We yeah, did, we did, we yeah and Seer went away for a bit and he died. Handrill went away for a bit and he died. So, so yeah, Solara's not it, allowed to go anywhere. Yeah, and the, <laughs> other times we, the other times we split the party, well, either something bad has happened or we haven't had any choice in the matter. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much. Okay, so you're trailing after Rogar as he barrels off towards House Landron in the early hours yeah. of the morning. <laughs> what makes you think that we need to go do this now? In two words, have faith. I Fuck don't it, have... know what Andrew said to you, and then he died. <laughs> yeah, because he said that because that's the only way he knew Rogar, Rogar would go. So yeah, but you you saying that to us, and <laughs> that doesn't work on us. <laughs> <laughs> and as I've said, you guys don't have to follow me. Oh, but you'll die. Oh, fuck it. Well, we'll die somehow. <laughs> yeah. God will bring him back and he'll be even stranger. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. It's cool. I got the shit. So appealing. Okay, so Rogar makes his way through the early morning hours past the traders and the guards who are wandering around all the way into the noble quarter with you two trailing after him and Solara just kind of going, ah, fuck this shit. <laughs> and going after you two, um, you eventually do make your way towards House Landron in its all of its glory. Uh, you are outside its walls with the gatehouse in front of it. 
are you approaching? There are guards on the door, and if what you were looking for was light, there is light inside the house. Hmm. It's like our first, very first episode where Rogar decides, I know, I'm going to knock on Samuel Kren's door and see if he's in. Oh, you mean the bit where I act, had to act like a drunk guy? Yeah. Yeah. That was, so, that was fun times. I don't, know, I don't know if anyone else has read the tone of Cookson's voice here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have, but, but I've got nothing else to do with it. I mean, not not to like, if we if we were here to find out whether the lights were on, the the lights are very much on. The place is very much occupied. Mm, interesting. I think I think, well, out of out of character, I think if your god has offered you something that is somewhere that you can get to, that's great. But I don't think he's going to make it easy for you. Mm. I think it may require a little bit more planning than wandering the front door. I'm, I'm thinking of a plan. <laughs> how, how long are you stood outside thinking of a plan? So, 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 so we, we, we just we just get here. We turn up. We look. There's blatantly guards there. Blatantly lights on. Entire place is bustling, and Rogar just stops and has a think. <laughs> no, no. Um, yeah, screw it. Why not? Okay. Yeah, I am gonna. I am gonna stand there. Like. A normal person who is quite overawed by the size of said house and how opulent and lavish it looks. So I, I, I'm going to look again at Sophia and Solara and just kind of shrug. I mean, I'm not. They think I, my dad told everybody that I, I just escaped, so I think they're probably still looking for me a little bit. I wish you guys like hidden bushes or something. I mean, we're, 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 we're not as obviously out in the street as you would be, I think. I think we are we are a little bit further back up the street where it's not quite so obvious that we're just storming up to the gates. Or casing the joint. Yeah. Okay. At this point, Rogar's going to point there and go, beer! And head towards the pub. Okay, that's better. That, yeah, I don't, yeah. Which pub? <laughs> Shit. Does, does that There's... include... Don't There's we one know not too far away pub? from there, so... Yeah, but we know who's at that pub as well. If they're still there, bear in mind this is like three days later. Uh, yeah, I mean... I'm not too sure, Tommy, if you told us about... Well, definitely probably didn't tell me about it, but... Um... I think I might have done, yeah. Yeah, but okay. but. But in, in any case, it's probably not a great idea to storm in there when we're all pretty low on hit points and stuff, and we are pretty, like... Feeling it from the fight we just had. Yeah, but I guess I guess you know we're we head, we're heading that direction anyway. Even if we don't actually go in the pub. All right. So you head towards the friendly dragon. After getting to House Lantern, and then doing a U-turn and heading back in the other direction. <laughs> <laughs> just before as, anybody as, came out and asked me why I was there. Well, as 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 we're kind of pulling away and stuff, and we're we're out of kind of eye sh- like sight line of um, House Lantern, we're like I'm like. Yeah, it's very much occupied, mate. Rogar's going to kind of ignore you all and either, well, I don't want to say pray, but kind of, I don't know, see if he can hear anything, you know, in his head. You don't hear anything at the moment. Interesting. I'm getting sick of his weird shit. Tommy. Look, I, 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 I think we should actually do something productive with today. I'm, 
I'm calmed down. I've calmed down a little bit now, so I'm I'm kind of thinking a little bit more rationally. I'm thinking, why are we going this wild goose chase? We have no idea why we're heading towards House Landrin. Seems like a really stupid idea to Tommy because he doesn't know why we'd be going back there. And the last time we went there, we were like proper, like see seeing like up the sewer attack and fr- from the skies attack kind of thing, like proper like special forces shit. Last time, this time we're wandering the door. He's not quite sure what's going on. He's not quite sure what's happening. Just like we, I, w- I wanted to go to the fucking arena and watch that fight. When Fuck. was that? I think we're a bit early. That's this afternoon. Yeah, well, I need, I need a bit of a rest and all because I'm. Yeah, yeah, you're battered. In a bit of a bad way, so I wouldn't mind going back to the house, getting a bit of kip, and then go and watch this fight, and maybe I can just like rationalize some of this shit in my mind. Yeah, Rogar, can we can we just. Put a pin on whatever discovery you're doing right now. It's fine. I need to quiz you anyway. Really? I don't know anything. You know more than me. So, yes. That's a given. Ooh, cheeky bitch. (laughs) (laughs) It's this point. Rogar spanks her on the ass with his right hand. Okay, which one was the bad hand? Left. Left. Oh, thank God. You still need to stop touching people, Ruger. <laughs> Doesn't matter which hand. It, I'm congratulating her on her quip. It was very good. <laughs> okay. He says, staring at Tommy very sternly when he tells him off for slapping her ass. Uh, so where are you going now? What are you doing? This is a very weird <laughs> episode. I think, I think we're, yeah, I think you can tell we're all a bit delirious. <laughs> I'm not delirious. You're allowing Rogar to run the episode here. It's going strange places. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah I'm, I'm taking back control now. I'm going home. I'm going to have a fucking nap. And then I'm going to wake up and I'm going to go to the arena and I'm going to watch a fight and I'm going to see some bloodshed and I'm going to realise that I'm in no way equipped to deal with the champion. Let's do it. Okay. Can so, we just skip ahead and just say, well, you saw him and you are you know that he's not. You well, I, I, I kind of actually want to hear why, though. And, yes. if, and then it gives me a, it gives me an opportunity to see if there's anything that I can do about that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so is that the plan now? You're going home, <laughs> relaxing yes. for a bit. Do remember That's the plan. If to, you... to, 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 Tommy's calmed down enough to actually start using his brain again. Okay, he's like, why are we listening to Roka? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't tend to end well, to be fair. Uh, <laughs> so. Uh, do remember if you have a long, like if you sleep now, it doesn't do anything. You can have a short rest and roll hit dice, but long yeah, I rest think that's doesn't what, help you. So. That's what we're going to do. But but like obviously for for our, for our characters, we've been up since like the middle yeah. of the night, and we are we've had a really sort of brutal fight. We all kind of need like a bit of a lie down and stuff, even though it's not like a proper long rest. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, that's fair. Yeah. It's uh, stave off that exhaustion. Yeah. 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 So you all go home. Are you all taking short rest, rolling some hit dice for a bit? Yeah, uh, if if on a short rest I'm allowed, I'm going to read up a bit about for Sadon, if I can. And oh. uh, can I do that on short rest? Um, I'll tell you, in that book you've got, you don't yeah. find any references to the Sadon. Uh, oh. Fair enough, fair enough. Mm. Uh, spend some hit dice. Yeah. Woo, it's in. Okay, I'm happy with that. Yeah. So you all kind of... Breathe heavily, bandage up a little bit, tend to your wounds and bruises, and, uh, 
yeah, relax. Are you doing anything else between now and, like, I think I said 4 p.m. is when the champs fight us? It's um, like, when you get home, it's like 7 in the morning by now after you've gone entirely across the city in one direction then entirely across back again. I'm just going to ask Sophia about that room because she mentioned her father's study. So I just want to know, you know, does he keep it locked? Yes. Okay. Is it, is it you know, is the door magic? Yes. Locked? Okay, so, so while, while, while they're doing that, I'm going to spend like an hour or so reading my book, by the way, because... Sure. Yeah, yeah I'm going to try and find out everything I can about this door and what's in this room. So... I pass on all the useless knowledge that I have. Okay. Do you tell him the no, door no. code? No. Hmm. You don't tell me the code for the door. Interesting. No. Fair because enough. Because you knew where my brother was and you said nothing. Ooh. You true. don't know that I knew where he was. Well, you weren't surprised to see him and you're part of the same cult. But I didn't know he was your brother so why would i be surprised nah i'm still not taking it yeah da- oh, david land david I'm landrum sure t- totally not her brother not <laughs> but i didn't know he was called david landrum did you not no okay i just knew he was the dude who answered the door i knew he was called david. <laughs> <laughs> the dude that answered the, the door <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh you rang <laughs> yeah, so technically, as far as you know, you knew he was in the same cult as me, but not that I knew him. Don't matter. All right. Just tell that's, fine. that's fine. You don't, you don't have to tell him. No, so... no, no. I'm trying to make a point where you would. No. <laughs> well, no, the thing is, like, you are part of a cult. My brother is apparently part of that cult. He's been brainwashed. Give me my brother back, you bitch. <laughs> Well, maybe give me information and I might give you back. There we go. Yeah, we'll see what happens with this. Okay, so Rogar and Sophia argue through the morning. Tommy (laughs) has a brief kip and then uh, starts reading his book. I'll say if you're going to read it up until you leave for the fight, uh, you would knock off probably about five or six hours. How many hours have you got left? that's, That's me then. I've got six hours left. Cool. I will say you finally finish the Book of Blood. As you pour over its pages that are just full of knowledge about how to sneak up on people and kill them. It's very like, it's like an assassin's handbook almost. And it's all around being able to kill people from the darkness and the shadows and moving silently. You gain, I believe it was a permanent plus two to yourself. Yeah. Which is cool because it's also set Tommy on the idea that perhaps next time he levels up, he might take a level in Rogue as well. Hmm. So... Uh, that's awesome. Uh, and are you now all going to go try watch the fight? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Let's go, let's go see, see some bloodshed. Okay. So you make your way back out into the city, back across what, the map. I was going to say, what? What? I don't think I've written down what the cloak that I'm wearing actually does to my stealth. Is it, is it just an advantage, isn't it? When you wear, put the hood up. It gives you advantage to stealth, and it gives people disadvantage to spotting you. Right, that's right, yeah. I wasn't sure if he gave me like a plus to my spell stuff or no. anything, not just checking. Yeah, that's fine, cool. So, you make your way back across the city, and uh, 
you, I, if you're going to go in to watch the fight, you're going to have to queue up with all the other punters and make your way through. You're at the door, it's like 10 silver apiece to watch the champs fight. So, if you're going in, 10 silver. Can we, can we just uh, yeah, take gonna... that out of our own is, is there Is there any, any betting facilities? Uh, there are some betting facilities, yeah. You won't um, get great odds on the champ, but you can uh, take a bet. Uh, um, yeah, what, what, what are my odds for if I, if I stick down 100 gold on the champ? Uh, if you stick 100 gold on the champ, you'd get about 110 back. <laughs> That's pretty poor. God, this... Here, here, was fighting the champ today. He must be Gash. <laughs> well, he's got uh, pretty good odds. He's on at least uh, five to one. So, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm not putting any money against the champ. Uh, yeah, there's, there's, for, for those odds though, I'm, I'm not. It's not worth it, really, is it? Mm. Get ten gold for nothing. Well, I mean, get ten gold for nothing, but then you get ten gold for nothing. It's not likely the champ's going to get defeated. No, but it is possible if I put a hundred gold down on it. <laughs> <laughs> that's true hastily rewrites notes <laughs> <laughs> exactly because yep yeah, i'm not i'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go down that that one that leg of the trousers of fate this time i think we'll um we'll, we'll stay currently in in this oh. reality I'm, I'm not gonna bet then i'd look i'd take a look at the odds because i think yeah champ's got a pretty good chance i'm like actually now fuck it for 10 gold betting 100 that's not really worth it fair enough do so you all make your way up to the stands and get ready to watch the fight? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, popcorn. Get, yeah. Is there anything to buy? Like we get some popcorn or some giant foam hands or anything? Oh yeah. There's a there's a refreshments around if you want to buy some beers or get to, get some snacks. Beers Do they like lob t-shirts at people? Uh, they oh. don't have t-shirts, but they <laughs> have ma- uh, magic magically. They have a uh, badly drawn posters that you think kind of looks like a Goliath. Okay. Like start a collection. Do it. Do it. Get a poster. Yeah, because yeah. you can get you get a badly drawn poster of me next time. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, so drinks, refreshments, and a poster for you all. That says about about fifty silver. Cool. Cool. We're taking this all out of my our personal money. Yeah, no, that, that's the main, the main pot. Adam. Main yeah. pot, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the main part. Yeah, but can we just say it was one gold then? No, how many silver in a gold? Hundred in our game. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, one gold, considering uh-huh. the tickets really? and all the refreshments and stuff. Yeah. Okay. okay. We're gonna have beers then. You want me to have like nine hundred and something gold and two silver? Yes. I have a hundred gold and fifty-four silver. Well, then get out of your own pot, you dipshit. <laughs> I have 18 silver pieces. <laughs> I know this. <laughs> look after the silver and the gold will look after itself. Interesting. Well, okay then. So you all, you get your refreshments, argue over who's paying and then head up to the stands to watch. Yeah, yeah. It's always nice sitting in the stands rather than being down in the arena, you know, get a good view, see what's going on. And it doesn't take long to watch the stadium just sort of fill out entirely. Like... You can see the champs' fights are actually pretty damn popular, and uh, you can see why the purse for taking him on is so high. But you hear people talking, and it seems no one knows who his opponent's going to be today. Like, you can hear them murmuring, like, oh, I wonder who's going to fight this time, and stuff like that. Like, all the people, like, around you and sitting down, they're all kind of anxious, and they're, like, excited to find out what's going to be the fight. And 
as this is going on, you wait like a good, you wait like five, ten minutes, and then you hear Jessar King's voice come over the magical speakers all around you. Hello and welcome everyone to the champion's fight. Oh, is this is indeed today the champion's challenge. Aren't you all lucky? Today, our champion, Karak the Bloody, will be challenged by one of our poor, unfortunate fighters who is not allowed to go home at night. <laughs> you know the ones. Tonight, they fight for their freedom, yes? Going up against our best. If they win, then they get out of here. If they lose, <laughs> well, that's up to Karak. So let us introduce the challenger. And the doors begin to open up and out into the arena you see a, a man wearing dark grayish black armor with a black shield. Oh, it is our hapless little contender once again trying to earn his freedom. It is Vandrin, the Dark Prince, going one-on-one. -on -one against Karak the Bloody, and the other door opens, and you watch this massive Goliath stomp out into the field. Vandrin is a... you've seen him before. He's not like a particularly tall human. Uh, he's like about average height, probably about the same height as Tommy, well-built. Karak looks at least twice his size. You know he's not, but in terms of sheer like muscle and height... This is like an eight, nine foot Goliath going up against a just under six foot human. Should we, should we try and get a Yusuk chan going for um, <laughs> Vandrin the Prince? You see Vandrin is stealing himself, but he doesn't look the most confident. But you see he's probably going to give it his all for his freedom. As Karak, just as soon as he kind of gets within a certain range, charges forward. You see, even from this distance, like foam and spittle coming out of the side of his mouth, he is already in a complete, just absolute rage as he hammers right into Vandrin with three quick attacks with a great axe, just crashing down on him. Almost, it seems he's almost aiming for the shield, trying to, like, break and batter it. And he leaves this huge dent in the bottom of it as Vandrin kind of, like, holds it above himself as best he can to uh, fend off the attacks. They go back and forth a little bit as Vandrin tries to gain some ground, causes a few little cuts here and there, but every time you kind of think that Vandrin hits actually a pretty good counter or uh, doubles back with an attack, Karak just does not seem to care. At one point, Karak swings round with his great axe and batters Vandrin in the side of the head, almost kind of stunning him, and he grabs his shield and throws it to one side, just taking it off the smaller man without almost like a, an adult taking something from a child, at which point he grapples him and actually hits him with basically a German suplex, for those of you who know what that is. He kind of goes behind him, lifts him up over his head and crashes Vandrin down onto the floor, leaving him prone for a moment as Carrick gets up and smashes his, his foot down onto Vandrin's hand. Just rolling out of the way, Vandrin gets back to his feet and kind of holds his longsword in, like, with two hands as an attempt to uh, make up for the loss of the shield. But you kind of see that the fight is already just completely turned, and Karak hammers him with axe blow after axe blow, 
slowly just breaking him down. You see bits of his armor chip and, like, break off. And he's in full plate, so he's taking one hell of a battering, but it's it's just the defenses are crumbling one at a time. As Karak eventually kicks him square to the kneecap, and you watch his leg break, and he drops to one knee, and his sword goes flying to one side as he lets out this kind of scream of pain. And Karak, he's still raging, kind of looks round at the crowd and raises his axe up and grabs hold of Vandrin's head. And then you see this kind of sick little smile cross his lips. These, this large Goliath face that's covered in these like tribal tattoos that none of you are super familiar with Goliaths, but they look like perhaps there's some sort of like family markings or heritage as his sort of grayish skin is kind of like marked with these all over his body. He grabs Vandran's arm and levels down with the great axe, severing it completely as he throws it up into the crowd with just ridiculous strength. Vandran sort of screams and drops to the ground bleeding as Karak walks back towards where he entered. And you hear Jessar's voice come over. Oh, 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 it seems that Karak was merciful today, just leaving a bloody little princeling all alone in the arena. Oh, oh, oh. No freedom for you today. We will get you healed up and maybe you can try again sometime. But for now, our victor, Karak the Bloody. And the crowd just starts cheering. They seem super into all, like the blood and gore and violence. A little bit more than you kind of probably realize, since you didn't tend to sit in the crowd previously. They're all, like, they're drinking, they're eating, they're cheering. It's uh, it's quite a spectacle for them all, as Karak walks towards the end of the arena and just leaves. Yeah, um, Roger, I'm going to need to borrow your armor, mate. Might be a bit big for a small man like you. I'm not that small. I'm six foot. Just have to... Yeah, it might be a little bit baggy, but I can live with it. Strap it up, it'd be right. Yeah. Well, with that, and you finally seeing Karak fight, I think we're going to draw the episode to a close there, with the crowd cheering all around you. That was that was Tommy's show of a little bit of bravado, like, he's fine, I just need to borrow, be fine. Tommy, Tommy is... Um, yeah. <laughs> not not exactly um feeling hugely confident about his chances right now but then again he's killed worse just Doesn't normally with a bit of help to the death to be fair what? i was just i was just about to say it's like apollo creed versus um crap i can't remember his name drago drago yeah i'm yeah. drago and i was like oh wait apollo creed got killed <laughs> <laughs> It's like Rocky. I'm Rocky, man. <laughs> Not Apollo Creed. <laughs> I don't want to die. Oh. <laughs> well, on that note, let's uh, close out the episode. Uh, I hope everyone listening enjoyed. And I hope you guys had fun. A little bit of a break from the back-to-back boss fights you guys have been in recently. <laughs> yeah. yeah, back-to-back, dude. Harsh. Yeah, there was a lot of killing recently. It's, it's yeah. quite quite nice to have an episode where we just watch the killing. Yeah, but the thing is, we didn't get to loot anything. So it's just like, well, we could have got at least something good. I mean, Rogar's the only one who actually has something good out of any of this. I have a cool hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hand. <laughs> 
Interestingly, I, I, do we do, does Rogue actually know what his hand does? We know that Sophia had to make a save. I'll uh, fill him in after the episode of what the uh, what to put in his character sheet. Cool. All right. To be fair, I was really hoping Cookson was going to go. And uh, you found somebody sat in your seat. Rogar touches him on the shoulder. <laughs> and he dies. <laughs> <laughs> like death and stuff. Just like touching people. <laughs> yeah, be cool. <laughs> uh... Touch your death. Touch your death. Touch your death. Touch your death. I have to work on my Christian Slater voice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well... Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Uh, this was Gunpowder Treason No Plot. Uh, you listen to us on something, but if you want to listen to us on something else, you'll probably find us there, because we're on basically every single podcast distributor there is. So, have fun. Uh, we have a WordPress website where you can find lots of uh, fun materials, artwork, story, backs- background stuff, and it's actually linked in the description of this episode, as is all our Twitter handles, mine being at TreasonNo, the sort of show account, and all my players have their own with their character names and GTMP at the end of it. And I will hand over to them for the goodbyes. As usual, if you've enjoyed hearing my voice, as much as I enjoy hearing my own voice, you can find me on the Lost Art of Podcasting and the Lost Art of Wrestling podcast. Our latest episode, we reviewed WrestleMania 35. It's not as good as a lot of people have been making out. You can find them... (laughs) Oh, brutal! I'm a WrestleMania Burn. Ouch. <laughs> and thus the podcast wars began. <laughs> Man, that, 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 that's harsh. I've been doing this for like four years. <laughs> <laughs> well, I honestly didn't know what you were talking about. He means WrestleMania. His podcast okay. is great. I thought, it, I, thought it, I thought it was quite clear. <laughs> His podcast is great. Go listen to it. Yes, go I'm check sorry. out our friends over there. Yeah. <laughs> You can find them on Twitter at Lost Art Podcast and at LAOW Podcast. And maybe one day, if you fancy meeting me, I'll be in the Red Scar Cafe on Red Scar Business Estate in Preston, Lancashire, the UK, Europe for the next six months. (laughs) (laughs) Or longer. What date's Brexit? It's the same day every year. It's Schrodinger's Brexit. As long as we don't open the box, we're always in the EU. Fine, yeah, we are both in and out of Europe at the same time. Ah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's let's. We're going to totally date these, except we're not because it's just going to last forever. Yeah, if you listen to <laughs> any time after now, in perpetuity, it's fine. <laughs> it's always Brexit, or it's always not Brexit. Mm. Who knows? Uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, if you want to hear more from me, uh, I'm afraid, as usual, you can't. Because this time I will be consoling my good friend James on the fact that my wife just insulted his podcast. <laughs> um, but as has become normal, uh, Tommy would like to say some message from our in-game sponsors. Are you a big blue dragon in a city full of humans? Try to get around without drawing too much attention. You need a cloak. And we're better to get one than Anya's cloaks. Located conveniently in Varadin's Market District. Do, do I have to do the jingle? Really? For cloaks and capes and hooded clothes, head on down to Anya's robes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the best thing that's ever come out of this pod. <laughs> You're just, you're just insulting everyone tonight. Yeah, yeah, I know. I need to make it even. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. 
stop hating on me. Uh, today's episode has been brought to you by the letter W, such as Rep, like how Tommy will be after fighting Carrick. You really aren't just going for everything. <laughs> Literally just drawing blood. Yeah. They just keep coming to me, so. Thanks, love. Oh, yeah. really appreciate it. <laughs> uh, well, thank you for joining us, everyone, and, well, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.